You're listening to the On The Rise podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs as we make our way to the top. Here is your host, known as the property shark, Mr. John Lee. Hey, what's up guys? John Lee here, also known as The Property Shark. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Rise podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us. He is an up-and-coming hip-hop artist. You know, he's doing big things and, and that's actually how we connected. I, I, I heard his one of his songs on Spotify and I reached out to him and he's such, a, such an amazing human being and, and I love to dive into his story. So we have Sire with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem, man. no problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. So uh, why, don't, why don't we kind of start, like tell me about uh, your upbringing and, and how music had an impact in your life growing up, how, how that all happened. Well, excuse me. Yeah. So um, I'm originally from, uh, from Philly. You know, they call it the city of brotherly love. Um, I uh I grew up in like a like a Baptist church, right? So, you know, we me and my my brothers, my sister, we was always in brothers, you know, my grandfather had us in church, you know, like it like it was our second job, you know. <laughs> so, cause going to school, you know, and that stuff was our first job. So um church was like our second job. So I grew up in that. Um I really got inspired uh by church, you know, my music and not so I think that's what really like brings out my inner self if that makes sense. So the church like really inspired my music and you know I, I started to take it seriously, you know, as I got older and started to take it real seriously as like, okay, I want this to be a career or it's just a hobby. Probably about like, you know, a few years ago, um, you know, my sophomore year at college or whatever. Um, so yeah, man, I started taking it seriously. I met these uh two wonderful guys. Uh they're my producers. Um, my boy, uh, Wave Pac and my boy, uh, Drummer Boy, shout out to them. And together, you know, we formed like a little group. Um, it was called like the Young Kings, but, you know, it turns out they said, okay, you know, this might be better solo. Not that things weren't working out, but they just thought, you know, hey, well, we'll sit back and we'll create the, the beats and we'll master and all this type of stuff. They said, you be this, the solo artist. I was like, okay, so let's do it. So, um... I ended up having the solo career. I think I started the solo career in like 2016. And from then, you know, it, it, it was hard because, you know, it, was, it wasn't easy to find your sound. You can probably ask a lot of artists, like when they're first coming up, they're trying to find their sound and they don't want to sound like anyone else and you want to be different. So I think, you know, I really started to master my sound probably like two years into it. I'm just like, okay, I got this is how it's going, how it's going to go. So from there, man, I just been, you know, just been building, working with a lot of different um, artists in the game, um, you know, some in, little independent labels and stuff like that, and just really grind, man. I think, um, you know, I just dropped a song. It's called uh, it's called Higher. So basically, that's just you know a, a motivational song for a lot of people, you know, to really achieve goals and um, you know take everything to the next level, taking it higher. So I just dropped that, you know, um, dropped the video for Higher too as well. And, and we got, uh, especially my upbringing, you know, I'm a, 
I, I guess you can consider me as like a pop artist, but I, I have my own sound. It's like, it's really up with you, you know, get you going, you know, you have the feeling in it too. So every time you hear my music, you'll feel some type of way, a good way though, it's, it, it's positive, you know what I'm saying? So you know, always positive in my music. Especially what's going on nowadays, you know, it's people lose lost their jobs, people losing their homes and not being able to afford a lot of things. And I think my music really speaks for itself when, you know, I say, hey, you know, this going on in the world, but look at the positive note of it. You know, you're still living. Some people still have a roof over their head. You know what I mean? So just, I think that's where my music stands. And um, that's kind of like my upbringing. That's where I can base the church off that because in my church, everything was positive. So um, yeah, I kind of use that as motivation and kind of put that soul feeling into my music. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Sorry. And and how did you come up with the name? First of all, how did that that come about? Yeah. So someone else asked me that too. Actually, we was we was thinking of a bunch of names. I was like, oh, what should I call myself? Um, shout out my man. Uh, his name is Half. Um, he lived in my neighborhood. He actually he was like, yo, you should call yourself. Sad. I was just like, sad, because I, I was always referring to myself as like a king, and we were called the young kings. You should call yourself sad. I was just like, that's actually a real good idea. I might do that. So I ended up coming up with the name, um, getting the name from him, uh, Sire. Um, Yeah, and I just rolled with it, and that's what a lot of people call me. So a lot of people don't know about my like, Yeah, that's my actual day. But, you know, Sire just like stuck with me, and it's, it's going to stick with me until I die. So. That's, That's how I came up with that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And in terms of like when you were finding your sound as an artist, kind of right. take me through uh, the mindset <clears throat> of that in terms of, you know, how one can really find their own voice in, in, yeah. in today's, you know, music industry. Because again, with main, with the streaming um, platforms available, there's, there's an abundance of opportunity for all the artists and they could pop on any one of these and, and their music can be heard. So how do you yeah. really find your, your own voice in that? Yeah, um, it was kind of hard, not gonna lie, because I mean, in Philly, obviously like where I come from, it's kind of like a little rough. So, you know, I was trying to adapt to that, but it, I won't lie to you if I said I was trying to like, I wasn't living that lifestyle, obviously, because I grew up like differently than anybody else, but I was trying to like, kind of sound that wave into that hard like you know rap sound like okay you know maybe I, if i'll be hard people will feel me better and they'll i'll get a bigger fan base but no that wasn't me it just didn't work out so that's why you know i listen to a lot of indie artists and i listen to a lot of soul because that's where um i get my uh my sound from is basically soul music so i was um it, it was definitely a process and i had to just dive deep into it um you know play around with a couple of different sounds and, you know, we had to use some different, you know, uh, mixing tools and everything. And I think it, it actually, I'm not gonna lie to you, it actually ended up working out probably last year. I think I always had my sound, my different sound, but I think last year is when I, you know, mastered my craft. And I was like, okay, boom, this is my sound. Especially when I got to college, I started to notice like a lot of my crowd was definitely a lot of like the college crowd. So I really started to notice that, like, you know, I make that happy, upbeat music. And it's just like, it's, I'm just like, okay, this is my sound. I think I found it. And from there, I just took it and rolled with it, man. You know, I just, I just didn't want to be like anyone else. And, and um, 
I wanted to have my own sound. People say, people say, oh, you're from Philly? Like, you don't sound like you're from Philly because everyone, not everyone raps the same, but they have a similar sound. You know, rapper, you know he's from Philly or not. So they were just like, wow, you sound different. And they keep going with that because that's, that's what's going to make you stand out. So I was just like, you're right. And this is the sound that I want too. It's not what everyone else is listening to. It's what I want. So I think, you know, that's when, yeah, I, I kind of took in the role with it. It's kind of hard to explain because it's just like, it, it just, it, it just went, you know what I mean? I, I I just really found it and I just manifested it and took it to a whole another level. And that's what I'm doing now. And I encourage other indie artists coming up too as well to take, to really take their own sound to uh, consideration because listen, there's only one Lil Wayne, there's only one Tupac, there's only one Jay-Z, there's only one Meek Mill. And that's how I look at it. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And so you, did you get more, I guess, involved in music when you were in college? Yeah, I got more involved in music. I think um, just seeing um, like the feeling for, I, I got more involved with the craft as I, the college, I've always been involved with music, but I got more involved in the craft side of things because there's more than music than just, let me, let me make this clear for everyone. There's more than music than just, obviously just the sound of it, you know, it's the art side of it, it's the business side of it. So I think I fell in love with the whole, kind of like the whole uh, picture, you know, is what they call it, and the whole aspect, I'm sorry. And I think that's when, when I got to college, my sophomore year, I was like, okay, this is this is what I'm in love with, this is what I'm gonna do. So I think, um, yeah, and it kind of just been worked out. And, excuse me, ever since then, you know, the fan base has been growing steadily, um, slowly but surely, definitely. Because um, it was definitely a process to even get a hundred people to listen to music, and I was just like, "Damn, is this ever gonna work out?" But you know, I, I wanted to quit sometimes. So that's why I was like, "No, you gotta keep going." And my boys pushed me. Shout, shout out my boy, uh, my boy Zach. He was one of my best friends since high school, so he really pushed me. You know, get to the next level. And was like, "Yo, you you gotta keep doing this. You gotta keep doing this. I don't care if you're getting five plays. You have your sound. You know, manifest that and just take it and run with it." So. Yeah, shout out to Zach for that because me and him came a long way because he'd been at every show and, you know, been through it all with me through this process. So I think, uh, yeah, that's something that helped me in college. That's amazing. That's amazing, sir. And in terms of, like, when you were – felt like you were in a place where, you know – you wanted to give up. How, how did mm -hmm. you keep yourself going when it's hard to see the the success? You know, you, you haven't really felt it yet, but yeah. you kept on pushing for it. So how do you, how do you do that? How do you? I think just like what doing like my research and like, that's funny that you asked that doing my research and just like watching a lot of like uh, videos of like, you know, one of my favorite up and coming like like Okay, but you know, let me watch this Jay Z video and see what they get. A little video. They said I kept going. They were just like, you know, when people said that we were this, we knew we were that. So mm. I just kept going, and it, you can't give up because the moment you give up, you're gonna feel like you know you failed at everything in life. Or the moment you give up, who says you won't give up on this opportunity or this opportunity? No matter if it's music or if it's a new job or if it's a relationship, it's like, you can't give up in life no matter what you do. And I think I just took that into consideration and like a lot of like my friends, like my peers and 
And, you know, like my, you know, girlfriend, everybody was in my head, like, why would you give up if you came this far? So I kind of um, took that as like motivation. And uh, my, my grandmother too, as well. She was like, you know, God rest her soul. And because she was always so positive. She was like, no, you got to do this. You got to keep doing this. You got to finish school, you know. Um, unfortunately, obviously, she didn't get the, the CD make it to college, but I think... Um, Sorry to hear. Yeah, no, it's fine. It was, it was a long time ago, so, but thank you. But I think, you know, that motivation, you know, just looking up to her and just, you know, seeing, like, the position, you know, um, you know, other family members was that kind of made me want to go harder. Cause I just don't do it for me. I do it for my family. I do it for like, you know, my loved ones, um, everyone around me. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, I was the first person in like my, uh, in my family, mind you, to graduate. So I think that's a big stepping stone. So, you know, just taking this to the next level is another accomplishment. And just, just that, uh, that saying, just never give up, just really stuck with me. So that's why I just kept pushing and pushing and, you know, it's starting to work out. So why give up when you started something and it's going good? know what I mean absolutely and yeah. when when you take music to a whole nother level you know I'm <clears> sure <throat> you, you had school going on as well and there were times where you were kind of thinking should mm. I kind of drop one and mm -hmm. pursue the other uh you know what do you say to people kind of in your situation man I say to people you just gotta balance it out because I think what I was trying to do is do everything at once and and let me tell you, it was hard because there were some nights, I'm not going to lie to you, my girlfriend can tell you, there were some nights I would skip some classes to go to the studio and then I would go to class the next day and I'm so good in this test. So it was just like, oh, I missed the homework assignment. So it's kind of like you got to pick one or the other for right now. It's like, oh, let me hold off on this you know, recording for two months because recording will always be there. Let me hold off on recording for two months and then come back. And then, you know what I mean? Um, let me come back and do this music stuff. So, you know, cause you got to graduate, you got to get that degree. That's the most important thing in life. Um, because even though music is a full-time career, you, you, you always, I, my thing is you always want to have a, a plan A and plan B. Like you can always have them together, but you know, that plan A has to, to work out somewhere somehow, unless you're not going to really, you know, make it in life. Cause who's to say that, you know, I lose all my money from music. Um, it's all about time management. So, you know, um, even when I would cut back recording <clears throat> during the week, I would uh, do my scores. And on the weekend, when I didn't have too much score to do, I would go and record. So it was just like time management and really balancing anything out. So anybody out there could do it. You just got to balance yourself out and just really, you, you know what you want. Take, take little steps too as well. You know what I mean? I, I was taking, I was trying to take big steps in shoes that didn't fit. So, you know, I, I took, you know, this, this, this makes sense, the size that I wore, size 10. And I was like, okay, I can fit in these. So let me, let me, you know, step in these shoes real quick. Then I'll move on to the 11s. Then we move on to the 12. So it's just like a stepping stone. And I just kind of balanced timed out. Um, yeah, balanced like my time management and everything started, it worked out. Now, luckily, I graduated, so, you know, because I was too many things at one time because the way my mental health was at the time, it's just like, okay, I'm trying to graduate, but I'm not doing so good in this class, so I might have to cut back on something in order to do good in this class. So I think it's about time management, definitely time management. 
That's amazing. And, and you emphasize the importance of school and, and you know, that to, to hear that from an artist, that's, that, that's a very unique perspective. So I, I do kind of want to dabble on that a little bit. You said, is it more important just to have a plan A and plan B? That's why you think school is important or does school teach you, you know, other things in life, like discipline, hard work, all of that too, that, that plays a role in why school is so important for one. It kind of it kind of goes both ways because like obviously you want to have a plan A and plan B, but I feel like school teaches you a lot. And even though it is the norm to go to school and get your college degree, it's important that like, you have to get that degree. Like you, you can't do a lot of things without a degree because you know some people they just want to be an artist, which is fine. But you gotta have multiple sources of income, man. You gotta be doing a lot of things, especially it's it's a shady world we live in nowadays. So you gotta make sure you're doing a lot. Um, uh, as I see, like what you do, you like um, your podcast. You know, you run this podcast and you do real estate, you know, full time. So I think that's 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 multiple sources of income. Why wouldn't you want to have more money? Not just to be greedy, but just you know, to just kind of learn different skill levels. And I think um, yes, obviously, music was important to me at the moment. But I think school was also you know another stepping stone in my life. That was a, a goal that I wanted to accomplish. So, okay. I can always come back to this. Music is always going to be here. It's never going to go away. You know, school taught me a lot of self-discipline, a lot of time management, a lot of things, you know, networking. Networking is huge in this world. So I think, you know, if I wouldn't have went to school, I wouldn't have met the people I would have met, and I probably wouldn't be here today. So I think um, that's another thing, too, as well, you know, networking and just, you know, getting myself out there. You know, school allowed me to do music events. School allowed me um, it, it, they're both kind of coordinated with each other. School allowed me to talk to this person who was uh, affiliated with this label. You know what I mean? So just going to school to get your degree is it, it is is way more than that. You know, you're meeting people every day. You're learning new things while you're in class. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's definitely important um, to know what's important at that time. I mean, so that's that's my perspective of it, and that's why I, I figured you know. School is more important this time. Let me handle this right, then I'll come back and do the music. And yeah, that's what we're doing today. Uh, that's really inspiring, brother. And I think that yeah. that really that's a really powerful message because, you know, even even outside of being an artist, a lot of times, yeah. you know, even you know, entrepreneurship is so big these days that kids are like, oh, I'm gonna you know start this startup, and but I also have school. Like, should I drop out? Should I stay in school? So. I feel like again, I can I finished school too uh, myself, and and I do see the value in that of the the networking part of it, time management, learning new skills, meeting new people, communication. Um, I, I think those are all powerful life skills that that one will get away from from yeah. from an education. So uh, that's yeah. amazing. And take me through like when you graduated, kind of what what was next for Sire? Did you? decided to just jump into music full-time? Like kind of what was going on in your mind when you, when you graduated yeah. from school? So um, I actually do something similar to what you do. I, I work at the leasing company that I worked at for like almost like four years now. So I, I do this, basically this is about my full-time job. But um, so I'm working here right now, you know, until, you know, music does take off. Obviously, eventually, you know, I, I'm always going to love like the real estate and the leasing and stuff. That's something I'm, I'm never going to stop. You know what I mean? Because that's, it's fun. It's something I like doing. You, know, you get to talk to people every day. But I think my end goal, to be honest, is obviously to be a full-time musician um, within the next year. That, that's the end goal. 
and that's what I'm working towards. You know what I mean? You know, I have my full-time job I worry about. Um, and I, they, and they balance out great. They balance out. They don't bump in, you know, heads at all. So I think, um, you know, within the next year, that's my, that's a goal of me and mine. And I have a team with a strong team with me and strong support system. So yeah, I think now we're just really trying to take things up to a, a newer level. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Working a full-time job in music. That's, that's really about it. Just grinding. You know what I mean? Just grinding, man, because you you need the income to fund it. Not saying that, you know, I'm spending millions, thousands, thousands of dollars on it, but because I have my own stuff, I have my own resources. But, you know, it, it is an investment at the end of the day. And if you believe in yourself, um, you know, you're going to invest in yourself. And that's another thing. I have a cousin who's a, uh, he's an A&R at Columbia Records. Um, shout out my brown. He, he has this uh, clothing line. It's called Bet On Yourself. And, um, you know, you, you bet on yourself, you can do anything. You know what I mean? Because nobody, it, handouts, man, it's, I don't believe in handouts. It's, it's, all, it's all groundwork. It's all grind. So, um, you know, you grind and work at that down to five in order to get to the next level. And that's, that's the kind of mindset I have. I think a lot of other people, up, uh, upcoming artists should have too. You know, you're not just, nobody's just going, it's just not the 90s no more and nobody's going to spend all this money on you where, you know, if you're hot. No, it's about, you know, we're living in the digital age nowadays. So if you want it, you got to grind for it. So that's why I'm just, right now, what you ask, I'm working um, and trying to get to the next level in my life. And that's about it. Level up. Just keep grinding, keep hustling. Yep. Level up, yeah. level up, level up, level up. Yeah, because you know, I, I gotta, I, you know, I gotta, I got a girlfriend too. So, um, and I gotta, you know, we got pets and stuff like that. So, you know, I gotta make sure everybody, everybody else is good. You know what I'm saying? My my objective is to take care, you know, everybody. Make sure everybody's good. You know what I mean? So, I think that's that's what I want to do within the next year. So, my goal is okay. I gotta do this now. Stick it out until I get to that next level. There's no point of trying to do this. I mean, I, I still do do it, like music, pretty often, like full time, obviously. But there's there's no point of trying to say, okay, let me just drop this a uh, job so uh, music is gonna work out. Like, no, I gotta work because you know I, I I need income in order to feed myself and like my loved ones and you know and everything else. So that's what I'm doing right now, man. Just grinding to get to the next level. That's all. That's amazing, sir. And you mentioned the importance of you know like your girlfriend, you. Uh, your pets, your loved ones. When mm-hmm. when it comes to your journey of you know working full time and working on your craft and music, how important is it to to you know to have that significant other to be there for you? Man, let me tell you something. It's very important, and um, she's on my butt twenty four seven. 24-7. She's in the other room right now, but she's on my butt 24-7. She tells me, okay, you have work right now, so let's get this taken care of. And then once you get your work taken care of, you can worry about music. Music is always going to be there, but get what you have to do taken care of. I think it's it's a reinsurance, too, as well as, as of not, you know, downplaying yourself. Because, some you know, when I was at my darkest moments, and I was at uh, some times in my life where I didn't want to do nothing. You know, um, she's going to be on my butt about no listen you're gonna do this you're gonna do this show you're gonna make this record you know stop saying no you know there's a lot of times i want to give up so i think it's good to have a could you know a really good connection with your significant other because no one knows uh you better than obviously your mom or your dad 
um, than her, you know what I mean? Uh, her or him. So yeah. um, I just think it's important to have that by your side because not only does she love you, but she cares about, you know, what you're doing. And she's always reassuring that you're not making those same mistakes or she's telling me like, hey, listen, maybe you need to do this and do that. Maybe try something different. So she's always giving me advice and just, you know, really being that, um, that companion that, you know, that she needs to be and just uplifting me every day and bringing out the good in me. That's just she really that she brings out the good in me. You know, when I'm pissed off or I'm mad, she's like, whoa, calm yourself. It'll be okay. Take a breath, you know, go <laughs> take a walk or do something. You know what I mean? Take a shot. I don't know. But it's like, she's just like, you know, always keeping me up, uplifted. And yeah, yeah. That's why I got love for her. You know what I mean? She might think I'm crazy sometimes, but you know, gotta have love for significant others, especially if they support you because they wasn't supporting you. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know what, what you would do then, but you know, she, she's very supportive. That, that's great to hear, you know, your take on that as well, yeah. because a lot of times, again, people are grinding. They're like, you know, don't, don't be distracted, stay focused on the grind. And, you know, but then the, the relationship is so important. And I totally agree with you on that too. Just having yeah. someone there uplift you, support you, hold you accountable, love you yeah. unconditionally and just being there for you. Right. Cause it's, it's, it's lonely sometimes you're, you're just constantly on the go and you can yeah. get into some dark places and not be able to kind of get out of that. So it's important to have someone remind you. Yeah. That you're not, you're not in this alone because I'll tell you what, if I was by myself, you know, like five years ago, I was alone. Oh, it'd be some dark nights. I'd just be like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, but you need that piece, that person, to reassure you so i think that's good you know what i mean yeah absolutely brother and you know take me through you know as a artist in in today's day and age you know we have mm -hmm. digital space and we have all these streaming platforms right um what's your take on on how to really get your music out there to, to, to people kind of oh man i was talking about this with my man zeke the other day shout out zeke he's one of my producers on this right now um, hey. uh, I was about to say, oh man, that's that's a tough one. Getting your music out there. Um, all right, this is what I'm gonna say. Really, like obviously, you have to invest. You have to invest in anything that you want to do. Take it to the next level. But I feel like is you know knowing the right people and just connecting with people too as well that's another thing you got to connect you got to travel you got to be because even though we live in the digital age john you still got to be out there connecting you know talking to different people talking to people who work for labels you know the underdogs you don't always have to talk to the big dog you know you want to start off small talk to the underdogs who who have connections with these people and truthfully it's just really just putting content out that's all putting content out and networking that's how i look at it that's that's the only really thing i can say because that's what i did that's what I'm still doing, putting content out. You, you're networking to get yourself to that next level. You're meeting all these producers. You're meeting all these, you know, uh, engineers. You're meeting all these different artists, collaborating. You know what I mean? And that's a part of networking, man. You got to network. Because if you just think you're going to just drop music and, you know, it's going to get it's gonna get, it's gonna get big and you just drop it and not doing anything with anyone else. I mean, I would call you crazy. I mean, I, I, mean, I wouldn't call you crazy but because it can't happen. Because there are some people who just got lucky and just, got it overnight, you know what I mean? But there's like a slim chance and none that that's gonna happen with everyone. So you gotta get you gotta get it, man. You gotta do the groundwork. You gotta do your research on people. Go to different seminars too as well. Seminars are important. Um, you know, speaking with these uh even if it's someone who is big, you know, getting their advice, 
you know, networking, man. Networking, you know, and doing your research, reading, and just, you know, connecting with the right people and just putting content out. You know what I mean? You, like, as independent artists, you're always going to be putting content out. You don't want to overwhelm the content, but you still want to put content out um, in order for people to know your presence. And that's why I think, you know, going to college is, is definitely good for independent artists, especially like myself, because you connect with so many different people. Like, it, it is just... It, I don't even know what that, what this like how to explain it. It's just connections and yeah, that's all, man. Connections. That's how I look at it. Connections and get your music to the right people. That's amazing. That's amazing, sire. And yeah. I like how you how you mentioned that because really, it's like at the end of the day, it's like people say that your network is your net worth. So it is, man. <laughs> it is, man. Somebody know you, and somebody know you got a hot song, and they believe in you, man. It can go a long way, and trust and, and trust the process too as well. I think of the uh, like a rap career or like a uh, kind of like a like a like an NBA making it to the NBA. You know what I mean? But quicker, um, it's still a process. You know what I mean? Because you're you're going to high school from college and from college, you know, you're trying to get drafted, you might, there's a chance you might get drafted, there's a chance you might not get drafted. You know what I mean? There's a chance you might get drafted, the number one pick and get hurt. So it's just about trusting the process and, you know, are you willing to risk every, put your, everything on the line in order to get to this process? Are you willing to cut the people off? You know what I'm saying? You know, I, my, my whole team consists of like, not more than like 10 people, but everybody's doing something. You know what I'm saying? Um, everybody's doing something and, you know, some people are walking in to this industry. They're walking in with, you know, 20 different people. Then they're just going to put everybody on. That's another thing, too. You got to surround yourself with the right-minded people who have the same mindset as you. Because if you surround yourself with the people who have, oh, I'm just going to get rich. Let's just do this. Obviously, the money's going to come. Money's always going to be there. But mm-hmm. you got to put in the groundwork. You know what I mean? You got to do it more for the money. Sometimes you're going to have to do a show for free. You know what I mean? That's, that's just how it is. So, you know, three things, you know, putting content out there you know, connections and just working with the, you know, right people. Uh, I mean, that, that's going to really get your foot in the door and having a team. You got to have a team. If you don't got a team, you ain't doing it by yourself. I don't care what nobody said. You got to have a team, even if it's three of you guys. Like my whole team, like we just put in work nonstop. We're constantly, you know, trying to know what the next trend is and just staying on top of it. Like, you know, that's, that's what advice I would give to anyone. That's powerful, Sire. And, and on that note of building a team, because you obviously you, you can't, you know, if, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you know, go together. I think there's a saying something along the lines of that. But what, when it comes to surrounding yourself with the right people and building a team, uh, you know, how did you find your, your, your team? How did that come about? Oh, you said how I found my team? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, like I said, it started off with my boys in high school. I went to high school with Eddie and uh, Brand New. It started off with them, so we even, you know, just we just connected together because we all had musical backgrounds. But I think the full team, um, you know, it was just a college experience and just, you know, meeting people in, like, the city and just really connecting with people. I think, excuse me, that we just – and hanging out with each other a couple of times because I'm not just going to just, you know, let you – into like that music, like we can be friends, but I'm not gonna let you in the business life if we don't meet on like, you know, a personal level. We gotta interact a couple times. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't say, okay, this person on the internet, he looks official. Um, let me have him as my manager. Like, no, it don't work like that. You just, you know, you got to build relationships with these people. So I think, you know, shout out to the whole team, uh, Stray and Two Ruthless. We just built over time, over time. And, you know, eventually we just started creating this bond and we just all became a team, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's the most important thing, really connecting with that person a couple of times, just saying, okay, you look official, so you should be in my thing. And like, no, whether that person is in, I don't know, uh, that person, in, I don't know, they just could do something wrong in their life and they could just not be trusted. So I think we just built that team off of, you know, trust and, you know, the work ethic. And yeah, my team is everything, man. My team is everything. We got three in-house in-house producers. We got, you know, uh, two people who does the marketing, artwork, you know, we just get in the camera now so we have more people doing the videos. We do everything, man. We do everything. I think that's the, you have a strong team around you. There's no way you can fail. There's no way you can fail. You might have some bumps, bumps in the road, but all together, you're not failing. You haven't failed if you, you know what I'm saying? That's, Absolutely, that's how I look bro. at it. That's amazing. And sorry, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's your five-year plan going forward? Oh, five-year plan. You hit me with that. I like that, John. I like that. <laughs> um, man, that was a lot of stuff. Obviously, a lot of stuff's in the process, but I think the five-year plan is, plan is to, one, obviously, um, obviously keep getting the streamings up because the streaming is very important in this day and age. As you said, digital is very important. Um, um, obviously that comes along with the streams and networking. So it kind of comes in with that. Um, definitely getting a distribution deal with the record label. That's, that's the plan, um, with the next five years, dropping more hits, you know, we, we got another song we're about to drop probably in like the next month or so. That's going to be, that we believe is going to be one of the ones. I said one of the ones because a lot of people said they just had that one song. Nah, we got many coming, many coming. So that's going to be one of the ones that we have. Um, yeah, man, just hopefully having the whole East Coast and hopefully majority of people around the world knowing who Sire, Sire is. I think that's the plan in these next five years, man. Just, oh, the tour, the, the tour of the world, too. We got some fans in London that are um, listening to music, so they're, they're tapping in heavy. So definitely the tour. Tour is definitely on my number one list so i think once everything's over which is it's looking like everything's starting to get well um but obviously we're going to take one thing at a time so within the next year we're hoping to be touring man that's absolutely amazing sorry i'd love to see you i'd love yeah. to see you yeah, um, man. and you mentioned this the the, the projects uh, like what what's what's next you have a single that you're going to drop in a month or so yeah things so work um yeah definitely a lot of things in the work um so we have a single we're gonna drop next month. Um, I won't say too much about it, but it's called Congratulations. Um, yeah, just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. It's gonna drop. All right. Stay tuned for that, and then uh, we're gonna drop. So drop some more um, records after that, and then we're gonna drop a project probably closer to like the end of the year. Um, once these singles, you know, get in the build up for the hype of the singles, um, we got a lot of that. You'll see a video with that. You'll see a lot more. You'll see a lot more creativity on the video side. Um, yeah, a lot more of me in interviews. You'll see a lot of, uh, definitely a lot more shows. And yeah, man, just a lot of, you're going to be seeing a lot of content over these next like six to eight months that we have, however long it is. So 2020 is definitely going to be a year. We're not letting Corona stop us. You know, it might be <laughs> a minor setback for a major comeback. So 
we have a lot of stuff in the works a lot of stuff in the works that's amazing sire and you know last but not least how can people find you find about your music about you connect with you yeah man um tell them streaming uh uh on spotify and apple music um soundcloud youtube s you know three eyes re um follow me on social media sire underscore yeah, and I'll follow you back with everybody because I think that's the most important thing with life. I, I feel like, let me, before we go, I feel like people are too, definitely too caught up in like, you know, the clout word. So, you know, just because this person is not this person, doesn't mean you should mess with them. Obviously, to a certain point, you know, you want to have your business um, and your brand professional as can be. So you want the one you just anyone. But I feel like if you're, you know, you're any type of creator, you, you know, connect, connect, man, because in, even if, you know, you're a fan, connect with me. I answer all my DMs, too, as well. So connect with me as much as you can. Um, and, yeah, if you need to know, you should Sire, three eyes, underscore. So Sire, three eyes, R-E, underscore. Follow me. I'll follow you back. And then, yeah, we'll connect. We'll talk. We'll chop it up. Um, I like to as well. Come see you. And yeah, I'll come travel to you. Me and the whole gang will come. You know, you're up in Canada, right? Absolutely. We the North. Canada, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got some uh, we got some people up there too. So we definitely gonna be making our way up there soon. Probably if not sooner, definitely sometime next year, 2021 for sure. Absolutely. Look forward to meeting with you. Yeah, man. Hopefully I can sit, hopefully I can have a sit down face to face and talk with you. That would be cool. That would be dope. That mm-hmm. would be dope. All right, Sire. Thanks again for your time and sharing your your journey with us today. You know, you've inspired a lot of people and uh, yeah. you have a very unique take on, on how you do things. But I think slow and steady, that's the way to do it. And yeah. uh, I think that that takes a lot of patience. So props to you for that. Thanks, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Hey, if you ever want to talk again, let me know. I'm always available. Uh, make time. And then we, yeah, we can definitely do this again. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, sir. And uh, go check him out. You got to listen to his music. It's, yeah, it's appreciate that, man. <laughs> Talk with you soon, brother. Be All safe. Right. Yeah. Have a good day. Later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the On The Rise podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. The music composition and vocals is done by Graham Best. Your host, of course, is the property shark, Mr. John Lee. Have a wonderful day, and we will, of course, see you next time on our way to the top. Cheers. Cheers.